Be curious about how you are communicating this week. Notice if you're engaging in one of the very obvious, less obvious, or more subtle communication habits that have a negative impact. I don't like to argue, so I say nothing and fume for days. How do I set boundaries without sounding like a jerk? I hate the idea that I might accidentally offend somebody, so sometimes I'd just rather say nothing at all. Welcome to the Language Alchemy Podcast, and thank you for joining me today. This is your host, Alejandra Siroca, a transformative communication teacher and coach who's devoted to helping multicultural individuals and couples engage in personal growth, transform their lives and relationships through conscious communication. Thank you so much for being here today, because today we are going to talk about another important aspect of the impact that your communication has. And more specifically, we are going to focus on negative impact. If you've been listening to the Language Alchemy podcast for some time, you may have noticed that in some episodes, I start by asking you questions. This is very intentional because if I ask you a question, especially if it's a question about you, my question will help you connect to yourself. And once you are connected to yourself, you'll have greater ability to reflect. And then, as you keep listening to the episode, you'll be more open to consider new perspectives, new ideas, and suggestions. So here are some questions I'd like to ask you. First of all, do you think that you communicate well? That you are, quote-unquote, a good communicator? So, for example, do you believe you communicate with clarity and so your communication doesn't elicit confusion in others? Do you also believe you communicate with confidence at any given time and with everyone in your life so that your communication doesn't elicit doubt, mistrust, or anxiety in others? One more question for you. Do you believe you communicate with compassion and kindness especially when you feel triggered, maxed out, hurt, or under-resourced, so much so that your communication doesn't elicit hurt, pain, sadness, or anger in others? If your answer is yes to each question, yes, I communicate well, I communicate with clarity, with confidence, and compassion consistently, then you would be agreeing with most people. There's been so much research about how we all tend to believe, not just think, but believe that we communicate better than we actually do. That's right. Most people believe they communicate better than they actually do. Even people who specialize in communication, such as yours truly. In fact, something that happened today before I started recording this episode was that I was communicating via WhatsApp, which is a text messaging app, in case you're not familiar with it. I was chatting with my family in Argentina. As you know, I am from Argentina and I live in the United States. Matthew and I visit our family in Argentina once a year. 
And I was communicating to them that I was really excited because we got tickets to go to Argentina this year. And I thought I had been very clear about the dates when we were arriving and leaving. I also thought that it would be easier to send a message to a whole WhatsApp group chat that we have because my Argentinian family is big and I wanted to avoid having to send several messages to different people about it. So I believed this was an effective method of communication for this particular purpose. Well, I immediately got several responses in the form of questions about when we were arriving and when we were leaving. Ah, I thought my communication was clear, but it obviously wasn't. The impact of my unclear communication was confusion. And that didn't end there. No, I had a voice message from my mother who sounded irritated and upset. While she didn't say that she was irritated or upset, her tone of voice told me that. So just before I recorded this episode, I decided to call her. And it was very clear that she would have preferred to be the first one to have these news and that she would have preferred to have them over the phone or at least a voice message. This was great feedback about how I communicated in ways that had a negative impact on my family, which of course is not something I want, but it gave me important information to choose to communicate in a different way. I want to share another example. I was listening to a podcast I love called Hidden Brain with host Shankar Vedanta. In the podcast, he was talking to a researcher. I apologize for not having the researcher's name because this episode was actually a couple of years ago and I couldn't easily find it for you. Anyhow, Shankar Vedanta, the host of Hidden Brain, was talking to a communication researcher who was conducting a research to measure how aware we are of how we communicate. The research project consisted on giving a questionnaire to research subjects with lots of questions about their communication, a self-assessment on their communication. This research project had two parts. The first part was giving research subjects a questionnaire a self-assessment on their communication. So there were lots of questions about their communication. The second part of the research was to give the same questionnaire to people who knew the subject closely to see how other people would assess the subject's communication. After they gathered this data, they were going to compare the subject's self-assessment with the responses from other people. To put the research to the test, the communication researcher and his team took the self-assessment themselves. So everyone in the team, including the lead researcher, took the self-assessment. And after that, since they all worked together and they all knew each other, they had each person assess the communication of every person in the team. And do you know what the result was? they all rated themselves as being much better communicators 
than they really were. And this was also true for the very lead researcher. In the communication assessment, there was a question about talking negatively about other people behind their back or gossiping. When the lead researcher took the self-assessment, he said that he didn't do this at all or that very rarely he engaged in gossiping or talking badly about others. When the result came back from the rest of the team, however, they rated him very differently. And this was the whole team. They assessed him as someone who's frequently talking negatively about other people behind their back and engaging in gossiping. The researcher was so shocked about this that he said to the team, you know, I have studied communication my whole life. This is my career. I am the lead researcher here, and I believe I am more aware of my communication than lay people. I know I don't talk negatively about others behind their back. I know that I do not gossip. I know that if I don't like something, I communicate it directly to that person, and then I don't talk about that with others. And to prove this to you that I'm more aware about my own communication, I'm going to pay you $5 each time any of you lets me know that I've just talked negatively about someone behind their back. So the whole team came to this agreement that they were going to let the lead researcher know if he ever engaged in gossiping or talked negatively about someone behind their back. And by the afternoon, I'm not talking about a week later or a few days later. By that afternoon, after they all agreed in the morning, a few hours after he made his pledge to pay $5 every time he gossiped about someone, the communication researcher had paid out $45. Yes, $45. So he had done this nine times. Later on, when the whole team conducted the research with many groups of people, people of different ages, different professions, different life circumstances, very diverse subjects, they came to the same conclusion. Most research participants believed they communicated better than they actually did. For me, the belief that we communicate better than we do is very obvious, especially when I work with couples or when someone comes to work with me as their communication coach because they're having relationship issues with their partner or with a coworker, with their child or family member, what they usually do is that they tend to talk a lot about what the other person does or says. And so they tell me lots of things about the other person's limiting communication habits and patterns. But it's not until we've worked together for a few sessions that they start talking about having awareness about how they themselves communicate. Many times when people had a communication coaching consultation with me, they said, Alejandra, I know I am a great communicator or I know I'm a really good communicator, but my parents, my spouse, my adult kid, my boss, my coworker, my family member, ah, oh, they 
communicate terribly. And I need to communicate with them differently in a way that they can understand me. So if you answered yes to all those questions I asked you before, it's important to know that many times relationship issues happen because we're not aware of how we are communicating and specifically, we are not aware of the impact of our communication. In last week's podcast, podcast number 131, I asked you to pay attention to the feedback you were receiving from others that lets you know about your communication impact. And remember that communication is not just words, but also tone of voice, body language, and behaviors. Now, to take that exploration to a deeper level, let's talk about the communication habits that have a negative impact. Before I share with you what those are, if you notice you have one or perhaps many of these communication habits, congratulations. Yes, now you are having awareness of your communication. And with awareness, you can then have a choice as to what kind of impact you would like your communication to have. So as I go through this list, if you notice, oh, yeah, that's me, do not feel badly. Feel completely human and then decide what kind of impact you would like your communication to have. For me, knowing that my communication was unclear with my Argentine family and hurtful to my mom allowed me to clarify the information with my sister and her kids. And it also allowed me to have a connecting conversation with my mom. So now take a deep breath and get ready for listening. And if you have something to take notes with, this would be the time to do it because I'm going to go through a laundry list of communication habits that tend to have a negative impact. I've organized communication habits that have a negative impact into three groups, from very obvious to less obvious to more subtle. Let's start with the very obvious ones. The communication habits that I hope you already know have a negative impact. And these are bullying, blaming, lashing out, screaming, name calling, passive aggression, belittling, ridiculing, gaslighting, guilt tripping, sarcasm, eye rolling, arguing, Aggressive behaviors such as slamming on doors, defensiveness, gossiping, and direct hurtful comments that aim to hurt. And now let's talk about some less obvious communication habits that also have a negative impact. Some of these are teasing, correcting someone before connecting with them, radio silence, leaving, leaving the conversation, leaving the room, leaving the house, 
dismissing, interrupting, looking at your phone, not making eye contact, acting busy, silent treatment, dehumanizing language. And what about the third group? In this group, there are communication habits that have a negative impact that are more subtle. These are the habits that people have the least awareness of have a negative impact. And what are these? Giving unsolicited advice, educating when someone did not ask us to be educated, redirecting the conversation and making it about ourselves, changing the subject, minimizing and making a joke about it, tokenizing, microaggressions, pretending we didn't hear what the other person said, and stating an opinion as a truth. So now that you've listened to last week's episode and you heard about why it's important to become aware of the impact of our communication, and you have a list of communication habits that have a negative impact, my invitation to you is this. Be curious about how you are communicating this week. Notice if you're engaging in one of the very obvious, less obvious, or more subtle communication habits that have a negative impact. Even if you don't get that feedback right away, know that each time you communicate in one of these ways I mentioned, your communication is not bringing forth love, peace, connection, clarity, confidence, compassion, equality, or equity. As you gain more awareness about the impact of your communication, if you understand what a gift it would be to those around you and to yourself to learn the communication tools that can bring forth more of what you want in life and relationships and our greater human family, then let's start a conversation about how I can be of service to you. You can send me a direct message on Instagram at Language Alchemy or you can email me. If you are on my mailing list, you have my email. If you aren't, sign up at languagealchemy.com. Let's talk about it. Maybe it's one-on-one -on -one communication coaching or couple communication coaching. Or maybe it's one of my group communication coaching programs. And now let's recap what you've heard in this episode. Today, we talked about how most people believe that they communicate better than they actually do. I asked you some questions to help you notice if you also believe that you communicate better than you do. I shared some examples and I mentioned many communication habits that have a negative impact and organized them into three groups. Habits that are very obvious to notice, some that are less obvious and others that are more subtle. Then I encouraged you to bring curiosity and notice if you are engaging in these communication habits. Finally, I invited you to have a conversation with me about these habits 
and the impact they have in your life and relationships. And if you notice that you are having these habits, reach out to me to talk about how I could be of service to you, your life, your relationships, your family, your community. Thank you so much for listening and a special thanks to the lovely people who are part of the group coaching cohort that started this month. I'm so grateful you're all working towards transforming your communication so that you can bring forth more authenticity, more joy, and more presence into your lives and relationships. Until next week, and as we say in Argentina, ciao, ciao. Original music by Gary Lapo. You can find all links in the show notes at languagealchemy.com.